What is up, sister friend? I am so glad you're here and welcome to the Magic in Your Business podcast. My name is Cassie and I'm a former speech language pathologist who left my nine to five to pursue my passion as a virtual health and wellness coach, business mentor, and work at home mama to my son, Jax. I am so pumped to share with you all things business, confidence, mindset, and spirituality. If you're ready to put the soul and joy back into your life and business, this is the place for you. Welcome and let's do this thing. Hi guys, welcome to today's episode of the Magic in Your Business podcast. I am so excited to be here, mostly I feel like because I just finished my workout, I drink a lot of pre-workout, which our pre-workout is like plant-based, so it doesn't make me jittery or anything, but it does get me really excited and I feel like it kicked in (laughs) just now, even though I'm done with my workout. And Jackson's napping, so I just, I'm feeling good. I just worked out with my team pre-workout, kids napping. I'm like, hell yeah, let's make a podcast. And I actually kind of needed that because this is an episode that I've been feeling called to make by guidance, but really didn't want to make, to be completely honest, because it's super vulnerable and super, really makes me feel super uncomfortable. But at the same time, I, I just keep like being told that I need to, um, I need to make this episode. Um, and I've been told a lot, um, and so and by my guidance. And so, some people call that their intuition, um, their angels, whatever you want to call it. The point is, I've been avoiding it because I'm like, oh, this is so, this is so raw. This is going to be really interesting. <laughs> so let me just stop procrastinating. Let me just get into it, okay? Because Lord knows I don't have much time before Jax wakes up. So what I want to talk to you guys today about is 2019 and the shift I made inside that has since shifted my business, my personal life, my health and fitness, uh, my marriage, and my most importantly, my relationship with myself and with others in my life, my family and my friends and my business partners, the women that join my team, my clients, really every part of my life has been affected by this shift. And I used to look at 2019 really up until couple months ago and thank God that was a hard year. That was a really hard year. I wish the year had been different. I wish the year had been better. I wish a lot of things had been different. And now I look at it and I'm like, 2019? Yeah, I guess I could look at it and say that was a really rough year. Or I could say, holy shit, look at what a gift that year was. Look at how much I grew and I learned and I evolved. I had to go through every struggle I went through in 2019 from postpartum anxiety to what I'm about to talk about now in order to be who I am today, in order to be in this place where I am feeling so much internal peace and I have so much joy in my life that I was missing before. And even more than that, I have gratitude, which I did not have really all of 2019. I wasn't grateful for anything. And part of that is because I'm an Enneagram 3. So I've always struggled with congratulating myself along the way. It was always, okay, I hit a goal, on to the next one. I never once said, good job, Cassie. Like, look at how much you've created. Look at what you've done. Look at how the people you're helping look at how your team is doing. I never did that. I always said, okay, yeah, but she's doing better than me or yeah, but I should be here or okay, but this is the goal that I'm going for. So that goal that I just hit really didn't matter to me. Um, I was not a very grateful person in 2019. So I'm super glad. I never thought I'd say this, but I'm really glad 2019 happened. I'm glad for every struggle I went through because it it brought me here into this moment now so that I can help you. And I don't know who's listening to this episode. I just know that I'm who's meant to hear it will hear it and it will touch them in their hearts, hopefully, and help them 
in some way. And that's why I create this podcast. It's because I know that even if it's just one person listening, it's kind of my way of paying it forward and having an impact on the world. And I just hope that this reach, actually, I don't hope, I know that this will reach exactly who needs to hear it today. So what I want to talk to you guys about today is self-worth, low self-worth and self-love. And I used to roll my eyes when people said self-love or, oh, I need to love myself or let's do self-care. I would literally roll my eyes. I thought that was so dumb. I'm just being honest, guys. (laughs) And I obviously don't think that anymore. But I was like, who, like, why do I want to talk about self-love? Like, sure, I love myself. Okay, whatever. Um, Self-care, that's for people who are weak. That's for people who need rest. That's for people who just don't know how to get shit done. Like I have a to-do list. I don't have time to sit around and care for myself. Like, yes, I work out and eat healthy, but I don't need to like pamper myself. I'm I'm not a child. I'm fine. I don't need any of that. And I don't need you to talk to me about self-love because I love myself. Can you guys hear? This is like kind of the thoughts that were going through my head for most of my life, honestly. And I had no idea how low my self-worth was until 2019 happened. Absolutely no idea. And if you would have told me, Cassie, you have very low self-worth and low I say self-worth because I feel like self-esteem is a little bit different than self-worth. But if you would have said, Cassie, you have low self-worth and that's why this is happening and that's why you've created this life the way it is, I would have said, what the freak are you talking about? I really had absolutely no idea because I always thought people with low self-worth had, you know, body image issues or talked bad to themselves constantly or um, maybe they had horrible relationships or dated terrible men which I totally did in high school but I'm married to a wonderful person now and you know I always thought that people with low self-worth were just they they that was other people that wasn't me people with low self-worth had crappy jobs and crappy relationships and they settled for things in life and I just had this idea of what that meant and it it certainly wasn't me and it wasn't until last year happened that I was hit smack in the face with the fact that I had extremely, extremely low self-worth and what an awesome gift that has been for me. I am so glad I figured that out because my relationship with myself has done a total 180 And I have high self-worth now, but it's not something that happened overnight. It's not like I just flipped on a switch and boom, I loved myself and I had high self-worth. So I'm going to talk about that and how I came to this realization and what, what I kind of went through with that. So I'm just going to share my story and hopefully some pieces of it will resonate with you. So, and I also want to say guys, life does not test you. Life reflects you. And there's a common idea out there that life is testing you life is never testing you what would be the purpose of that why would life have any reason to test you life isn't testing you it is perfectly reflecting you it is always mirroring back to you your beliefs your thoughts your intentions your energy it is just simply a mirror that's all it is so if you're having things happen in your life over and over and over again that is a mirror it's it's a great opportunity for you to say what inside of me is causing this on the outside because the outside world is a perfect reflection of our inward states. And I didn't even know that last year. So this is all things that I've been learning as I'm on this journey. And so the reason that I I kind of realized I had low self-worth was 2019 was 20. Okay, let me start here. 2017 and 2018 were 
amazing years in my business. Our team hit a good goal um, of being premier, which if you don't know what that means, it's pretty cool. Like it, it was cool. You know, my first real ye- year, like really work in the business. Um, I wasn't even a full-time coach yet. And we hit that. And I, I finally did retire towards the end of that year. And we just, we hit some cool goals and I, I was really happy. And then 2019 came and I had all this pressure on myself that I put there. Nobody can put that on me, right? I put it on myself of, I need to, I need to keep up with this success that I've created. Like I'm always bringing in tons of clients. I'm always bringing in tons of coaches. Our, our team hit these big ranks. I'm helping people rank advance. And I have to keep up with that because if I don't keep up with that, everybody's going to look at me and think I'm a failure. And everybody's going to look at me and say, what happened to her? She was doing so good and now she can't even, she can't even hit this goal. She can't even hit this income goal or rank goal, whatever it is. It was a lot of different things for me. I put these really high standards on myself and I think goals are great. So I'm not saying don't go for big goals, but when you're going for big goals because you're trying to prove something, that can become an issue and it became a massive issue for me. I now shoot for goals because they bring me joy, because they're in alignment with my values, because they are me helping people and it's me bringing service to the world, not because I feel like I have to impress people or prove myself to people or be good enough for people. And I just didn't, I wasn't even aware that I was doing that. So all of last year, up until about October, which is when I hit what I call kind of my rock bottom, I just was in so much fear in my life because I felt like I was never good enough no matter what I did. And I felt like I had all these achievements and I wasn't getting anywhere near them. And the reason I wasn't achieving things that I want to achieve was because I was in fear. I was totally out of alignment. My energy was black and I was in scarcity mindset and fear every single day. And at the time I thought, I thought it all stemmed from, you know, the outside world, like, Things just aren't moving in my business. Why aren't things moving the way I want them to? And I really, I didn't recognize that I was trying, I was shooting for these big goals last year for the wrong reasons. And because I was shooting for them for the wrong reasons, I was so out of alignment. And when you're out of alignment, things don't flow. Things are so hard in life when you're out of alignment. And when you're in alignment, that basically means you're working with source. You are in the flow, you're not pushing things or pressuring things or trying so freaking hard to make things happen. You're just happy and joyful and things naturally flow easier because you're working with source. You're letting life energy flow through you. You're creating from intuition. You're creating from balance. You're just, you're being a totally different person when you're in alignment than you, when you're in alignment, than you're being when you're totally out of whack. And I spent all last year completely out of whack. I was, my states of being last year, and I keep saying being because we are human beings, right? Like we are always being something, right? My states of being last year were fearful, scarcity mindset, afraid, insecure, lacking confidence. Those, that's who I was being. And this year I've been in alignment and I know that I'm pushing for the goals I'm pushing for because I'm not trying to prove anything and I don't need to be good enough and I don't need to get my worth and my validation through my achievements. Now, maybe some of you don't resonate with that, but if you're anything like me, I've always found my self-worth in my achievements. I mean, I was a 
I graduated with honors in college and in grad school, and I always got good grades in college, <clears throat> excuse me, in college and grad school. And, you know, once I started coaching and I was being successful, I was helping so many people. And I was, like I said, I was at the top of the leaderboards. I was always feeling like I was, you know, doing so good. That is how I validated that I am good enough. That's how I validated that I, if other people love me, then I love me. You know what I mean? And it just, it was such an unhealthy way to approach things. So now I obviously don't approach my business or my life that way at all. And I just had to recognize that that's why I was doing it because I was so unaware. And so that's what I want to share with you too is awareness is the step to change. Awareness is enough to transform your life, but you have to become aware. And I was just really, really not aware of the fact that I was doing that. I had really no idea. And what happened that helped me realize I was doing that was number one, I actually took the Enneagram test. And the Enneagram test was a great a great way for me to look at my personality and be like, oh, wow, you know, there's a lot of things about, you know, for me in Enneagram 3 that I that I am definitely sucked into, you know, like I, I do a lot of these things. And I also want to say with Enneagram guys, just because you're an Enneagram type, please don't box yourself in. Like that's not who you are. Yes. I am technically profiled as an Enneagram three. Is that who I am? Like, does that define me as a being? No, it's just to grow and become aware. So that was the first thing I did. So maybe an Enneagram test would be healthy for you. But the second thing I did was I, I just kind of, this is where I started getting even more into spirituality. I've always been a spiritual person. I've always prayed. I've always believed in God and whatever you want to call it. And that is when I really had to look into that. And I said, I kind of just told the universe I couldn't do it alone and I needed guidance. I needed help. I needed to heal. I was in so much pain and I, it started to make me not love my business and I didn't want to not love my business. I wanted to get back to that place where this was the best thing that ever happened to me, which is where I am now. I freaking love my business. I wake up every day like, holy crap, I get to do this for a living. doesn't mean it's not hard. doesn't mean I don't work hard. I do both of those things, but well, I don't want to say work hard, but that's a whole nother episode I could do on hard work. But the point is I am consistent in my business. I show up every single day and there are always hard things happening, but I love what I do. And I got back that love because I stopped doing what other people wanted me to do and got in alignment with what do I want and stop proving myself to everybody else and just say, I love myself and I don't really give a shit what they, (laughs) what they think, because honestly, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. So what happened was I started to surrender. I started to pray more. I started to meditate more. And I actually came across a meditation on YouTube by Emily Aaron. She was on my podcast, one of the, one of the like first 10 episodes, I think. I found a pod or a uh, meditation from her on YouTube. And for some reason I felt drawn to it. It was a longer meditation, I think 30 minutes long. And it was called something like letting go of expectations. I actually think that's exactly what it was called. And I felt called to do it. So I sat down and I did the meditation and you guys literally in that 30 minute meditation, my entire life changed. My entire life changed because in that 30 minutes, I did such an energy clearing and I had such a shift in perspective and I just let so much, I felt like I was carrying a hundred pound weights on my shoulder every single day and I let them go completely. I let them go because I had put so many expectations on myself, but not to mention that the expectations of others on me as well. And I let their 
view of me validate my self-worth. And I decided to go on this journey of really working on loving myself, really working on accepting myself. And if that's something you struggle with, I want you to begin the process of building a relationship with yourself. It takes time. It's a, it's a relationship just like any other, but it is the most worthwhile thing you could do on your health and fitness and personal development journey. And now I have a great relationship with myself. And something that really helped me besides doing meditations and just getting in touch with myself was whenever I have those negative thoughts pop up or those feelings of unworthiness, feeling like I have to do better, be better, be more, achieve more, succeed more, make more. I just imagine three-year-old Cassie, four-year-old Cassie, five-year-old Cassie, six-year-old Cassie. And I love on that version of me. And when I talk poorly to myself, which I don't do anymore, honestly, like really ever, um, but I used to all the time, I imagine that I'm saying that to six-year-old Cassie. You know, what are the negative thoughts that you're saying to yourself? What kinds of things do you say to yourself that are tearing apart your self-worth? Are you saying things like, oh, I'll never be as good as her? Well, then I want you to imagine you're looking at six-year-old you and saying that to six-year-old you. You would never do that. That's literally the equivalent of me looking at my son and saying that. I would, I, Guys, I know if you're listening to this, you have a big heart. <laughs> so there's, there's no way you would look at a child and you would look into their eyes and you would say, you're not good enough. You're not as good as her. You're never going to achieve that. You would literally never do that. And that's how I started thinking of myself is like deep inside, we're all still those people, right? We're still those past versions of us. I just won't look at Cassie, who's seven years old, and say, you know what? If you want to feel good enough, you're going to have to work harder. And you know what? That dream that you want to go after, it's really not for you. It's for somebody else. Like, I would literally never do that. So why do we talk to ourselves this way, guys? It starts with awareness. You have to become aware of the voice in your head. And if you haven't listened to my podcast on the formula for transformation, I want you to go back and to listen to that now. Okay. I'm serious. The formula for transformation, because that is going to help you so much because the first step to awareness is realizing you're not your thoughts. So if you're having thoughts like I'm not good enough or, Oh my God, I have to I have to do better. I have to do better. Like I did this, you know, for instance, I'm in, I'm in business, obviously, like if you're listening to this, you're probably an entrepreneur. So sometimes we have a tendency to compare last month's numbers to this month's numbers. And we'll look at last month and be like, oh my God, I'm not there. Why am I not there? I need to do, like everybody's going to think I'm a failure if I'm not there. Or I need to do better. Like why Why am I not achieving what I did last month? So the first step to helping you with this relationship with yourself, helping you identify these thoughts you're having is to realize you're not there. You have to become the awareness between the thoughts. Because otherwise you won't think your thoughts, your thoughts will think you and they will control you for your entire life. And you will think that your thoughts are who you are, but they're not. So if you have thoughts like I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I, I'll never be as good as her, whatever your negative thoughts are about yourself, if you don't realize that those aren't actually you, then they have power and control. You have to set up that awareness. So if you go back and listen to that episode I created on the what did I call it uh, the formula for transformation <laughs> oh my god mom brain it will really really help you so I've really healed my relationship with myself and this what I started this podcast with was life doesn't test you it reflects you 
And I found in my business, another thing that helped me realize how low my self-worth was, was I, for some reason, no matter what I did, I kept attracting women into my business at the time, not anymore, at the time who didn't value me, who, who didn't love me. And I kept, I, I actually turned into, which I had never been in my entire life, but in my business, I turned into, for really all of 2018 and 2019, a people pleaser. I wanted people to love me so bad. I wanted them to fill that void in me because I didn't love myself. And I, of course, I wasn't aware of this, right? I didn't know why I was being a people pleaser. I just knew that I was. So instead of being honest with people and, you know, really developing them, I just let them walk all over me. I let them treat me any way they wanted because I just wanted them to like me. I just wanted them to be kind to me. And so I kept attracting people into my business who were mirrors for this, right? They reflected back to me how little I cared for myself. So they weren't nice to me and they weren't respectful and they didn't love me. And no matter how much I did for them, they didn't love me. And I could sense it. I could feel it. You will attract what you are, right? You don't attract what you want in life. You attract what you are. All of this work, you guys, in your business comes from the inside out. We have to work from the inside out. So for a long time, I looked at my business and I worked from the outside in. I kept saying, Okay, if I'm attracting, you know, this kind of person, what do I need to change in my marketing? What do I need to change in my posts? What should I say in my post that's different? What should I post about in my Instagram stories that's going to attract a better person? Nothing I did outside of me mattered because I was so broken inside. And I'm not saying there isn't a time to learn marketing skills. I'm not saying you can just, you know, sit there and think about attracting the perfect person and like, boom, they're there. Obviously, marketing is a part of what we do. We run businesses. But... I kept drawing in those people who just mirrored back to me that I didn't love myself. And it wasn't until I healed that part of myself that now I'm attracting and drawing people to me who cherish me, love me, appreciate me for who I am, who allow me to be myself, who when I give tough love, which is part of my personality that I hid for so long, I'm a very blunt person. And you, maybe you got that from this podcast by now. I really don't know, but I am very blunt and I, I have always been a tough love person. I have always been a honest to the point person. And for two years in my business, I became the total opposite. I became a sugarcoater people pleaser. And I, and when you're doing that, guys, you're not a leader. You cannot lead people if you can't be fully honest with them. You cannot lead people if you can't even be yourself. You just can't. <laughs> so I became like a total people pleaser. But since I've worked on my inner self and I've really healed that relationship with myself, I really love myself. I've attracted people who love and respect me, who let me be myself, who are okay with the fact that I'm not, I'm going to say it like it is because that's me. That's who I am. But also more importantly is this, if I do attract somebody into my business who isn't aligned with me, who doesn't love me, who who isn't nice to me, who doesn't respect me, who goes behind my back and, you know, is dishonest towards me. I really have my own back. You know, I used to say, what am I doing that makes them not like me? How can I make them like me? And now I say, honestly, I don't care if they like me because I freaking like me. I don't care if they love me. I love me. Do you guys see the difference? Like, I really love myself. And I know, I feel like so stupid saying that because it's so cheesy. But I do. And so I don't need to go out and please people because I'm not trying to fill a void with other people's freaking, you know, approval of me. If you don't like me, that's all right. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. 
I love me and that's what matters. And that's where I work from because I can't serve the world. I can't help the world until I first help myself. I can't help others heal themselves until I've healed myself, until I've walked the walk. You know what I mean? And obviously I'm still on this journey. There are of course times where I have negative thoughts about myself or my self-worth dips or I compare myself to others. That's actually one I'm really working on right now. Because this is a journey. And so even though I've healed a lot of this and my self-worth is so much better than it used to be, I definitely, the, the, I would say the biggest struggle for me is comparison. And they say comparison's the thief of, thief of joy. Well, it is. And so that's still something I'm always working on is not comparing myself to other people and where they're at in their journey because it just, it's unrelated to me. And I cannot serve the world. I cannot go out and give the best of me when I'm comparing myself to what everybody else is doing. And the same goes for you. So if you struggle with comparison, first of all, stop looking at everybody you're comparing yourself to. Like seriously, you're not allowed. (laughs) You know, if I find myself comparing myself to somebody, I stop looking at their social media. I stop looking at their Instagram stories. Why put myself in that situation over and over and over again? But that's also a beautiful opportunity for me. Again, life is reflecting me. So it's a beautiful opportunity for me to say, I have a little bit more work to do and I'm still working on this part of myself. Personal development is a journey that never ends. It's not like there's some final destination where you're like, hell yeah, I'm perfect. (laughs) Like you just keep going and humans, we're like onions. There's always new layers to peel. So as you learn about one part of yourself, you kind of peel back a layer, but then there's a new part of yourself that you're learning about. And that's the beauty of it because we're always evolving. That's why we came to this planet to evolve. That was our agreement, right? So we're here to do that. So when life is giving you a certain situation over and over and over again, I want you to ask yourself, what is this mirroring back to me that I need to heal within myself? So that was an extremely vulnerable episode. (laughs) I hope this helped you guys. And if you enjoyed this, I would love to know. Please share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me. My Instagram handle is gratefullyfit underscore Cassie. And share with a friend who may need to hear this. And honestly, anytime you guys share this, it just makes me happy because I feel like it's helping me fulfill my dharma, my purpose on this planet. And that brings me more joy than I could ever tell you. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sharing. I love you guys and I will see you next time.